The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. Another day, Horn slugged me. When I let them in, I forgot to lock the door. Oh, no. Now we're lost. What is it? Oh, what is What, what oh, that? Oh, creature is that? It's the creatures. Give us your nuts. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Give us your nuts. You'll never take my nuts. No, you found beast. You holy crap! The nasty little beast is dead. Glory be, Mother. Did you see that? He shot it with lightning. Oh, yes, I did see it. I did. Oh, well, it's a common misunderstanding. It's not actually lightning, well, maybe of a sort, but it's merely a gun of uh, <laughs> my own design. A gun? You mean to tell me that all we had to do was shoot that demon and we would have been done with it? Well, uh, yes, I mean, just... Based on my observation of it uh, at the moment, uh, it just appears to be, uh, how, however bizarre its appearance, of course, uh, appears to be just, uh, well, another form of animal creature. Oh, those ears. Who knew a curse could be lifted that easily? Uh, a curse? Yeah. How, how many years have you people been cowering in fear of this, this little creep? You people are strange indeed not to know that story. They don't even seem to understand the sacrilege of, of that man's curse. Father. Oh, this whole thing, I uh, look, it's uh, all I had on short notice. Uh, well, yes, as you say, we are strangers uh, from afar. And so, uh, please humor us and tell us the story of this, um, what did you call it, the, the, this Krampus? Well, it really begins oh, long before I was a mere sparkle in my mother's eye. Even before that, once there was a great civilization, a virtual paradise, but they were all consumed with their own greed, so much so they nearly burnt the world down. Oh, yeah, they burnt so much of the world, it nearly froze to death. Wait, what? It got so hot it froze? Things melted and whatnot, and, and that's how the great uh, ice sheets uh, shifted all over the world. It froze it. That's why we're in eternal winter now. Yes. Well, anyway, there there was an old man, old man Kringle. We called him a wizard, if you will. Apparently, his title was Doctor. Christopher Kringle or something like that, but he missed the old days, in particular 
a certain winter festival that he celebrated as a youth, and he, he strove to bring it back to the world now. And he toiled away in his magic through some kind of process, died cloning, they called it. I, I don't know the things of wizards, but that's how it was told me. And he was attempting to create some sort of divine entity that would bring joy and delight to children and families all across the land. An entity known as a Santa Claus. But something went wrong, and instead he created a Krampus, a vile demon sent upon us to punish us should we ever sin the sin of greed. The sin of greed... I see. I, well, I still don't quite understand why the creature would demand your testicles. My, my testicles? Well, yeah, the monster kept demanding your nuts. What? It, no, it, 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 it was referring to our stash of walnuts. Uh, yes, Cliff, I have noticed around the house they have balls and balls and even barrels full. Of walnuts. Oh, yes, our whole economy is dependent on walnuts. Walnuts. Um, well, but why would the Krampus single you out? Open this door in the name of the Lord. Oh, uh-oh. It's, it's the constable. The constable? Yeah, a policeman. You know, like me. But, yes, I know what a constable is, Russell. Now, hear this. Oh, I wasn't aware you had guests. Well, that's unfortunate, but best get to it. I'll have to say this in front of you all. It's come to my attention that you've been hoarding your nuts and keeping them from the community. You realize to give of your fair share risks the threat of the Krampus. Especially now, within the twilight of the twelfth month. Of the air. Well, then, there's no problem, is there? What? And who might you be, sir? Oh, oh yes, I'm the Baron. And uh, as to the fear of the threat of the Krampus, well, that's been resolved as the Krampus is dead on the floor. Over there, next to that table. Good Lord. It, it is dead. Well, I must confess, I was wondering what the stench was. So, um, oh dear, I, uh, uh, well, d d d d that's a Krampus. Uh, we uh, have on some amount of authority to suspect there are other Krampuses. And so, oh well, that's no excuse to go off being naughty. So, uh, you still need to make up for your selfish hoarding. Of your share of nuts. Yeah, but it's not fair, Constable. We work twice as hard on the harvest than our neighbors, the Joneses, did. Fairness is to be determined by the overseer, not you. You know this. Give up your naughtiness and be nice and go and retrieve the extra nuts. Aye, it's true. We were keeping an extra sack down below in the basement. 
Well, now don't you feel better already being open and honest? Now, go along down below and hand over your sack. Oh, God. Baron, is the pan van really going to have to take 24 hours to reset? Uh, perhaps not, uh, Russell. And uh, now that you mention it, I do see that the storm has <laughs> broken. So, uh, well, let's be on our way, shall we? Oh, but it's still cold. Uh, don't you want to stay in, in, and partake of our finest roasted nuts? Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. We, we must be on our way. <laughs> Important engagements to, to get to. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Thank you. Thank you anyway. Oh, bye-bye. And so Baron and his crew trudge along through the snow on their trek back to the pan van. But they get nearly hopelessly lost in the woods, wandering around for hours and hours until they finally come upon the pan van having now finished its reset. Tired, they climb back aboard and disappear to parts unknown in the hopes that their brief adventure on this frozen world will become a distant and forgotten memory. You have been listening to Baron Boy. Written, produced, and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Music comes courtesy of Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. And now it's time for an old night night classic here on Radio Misfits. It's the middle of the day at Club Night, which doesn't open until six, and yet a visitor arrives at Club Night's door. Uh, we don't open till six. Hi, I represent the Nice Cream Ice Cream Company, and we were hoping to interest Mr. Witchman in our product. I happen to have a sample of our Neapolitan selection, which we feel will make a great addition to the refreshments Club Night serves. Uh, well, uh, uh, I'll see that he gets some. Very well, here's the sample and my card. I thank you for your time. Have a nice day. Yeah, uh, you too. Well, now. I think I'll sample this ice cream myself. Mmm, this is some good stuff. Mm, yes, indeed. Uh, oh, oh, mm, man, I'm getting stiff in my joints. Oh, oh, oh. Suddenly, Smedley finds himself completely paralyzed, unable to move or even talk. He can only sit there in the club night kitchen and ponder the horror that has befallen him as if he were frozen. As night falls on Cityopolis, we find the masked marvels outside the Mosquito's secret hideout. Night-night, I think we should call the police. What the hell for, Bubo? Mosquito's gang has got too many men. We can't take them all on. We're night-nighting, Bubo, Bubo. We can handle this. We've been in tougher situations before. I don't know about this one, night-night. Look, Bubo, 
It's time Commissioner Wetman learns what it feels like to be left out of cases. Being on our own, we'll show the city who the real champions of justice are. Who? Ah, stupid. Now let's go. Slowly, the caped champions make their way to the old abandoned warehouse that is the Mosquito's current headquarters. All right, Bubo. Notice that guard? Recognize him? No. Obviously, you aren't as observant as I am. That guy is the driver of the team. If we take him out, we get the keys to their getaway van. Understand? Uh, I guess so. Now, Bubo, just follow my lead. And so Night Knight races towards the guard. But then the guard turns to see Night Knight and quickly struggles for his gun. Don't even think about it, asshole. Hey, it's Night Knight. Damn it, Night Knight. I don't need a gun to kick your fat ass. Whoa, look, it's a Night Knight gas. Boy, Night Night, if it wasn't for Nighty Night Gas, we would have been dead a long time ago. What? <laughs> Shut up, Bubo. Keep your voice down. We've got to get inside without the mosquito knowing. But first, search the guard for his keys. Uh, uh, got him! <laughs> Look, his keychain is shaped like a hammer. And it says, Pussy Hammer. <laughs> Shut up and put those in your satchel. Right, Night Night. I'll guard him with my life. Yeah, whatever. Now, come on. Let's find a way to sneak in. Meanwhile, in the Mosquito's meeting room... Hey, <laughs> boys. How much cash did we haul in today? <laughs> Gee, boss, it's got to be 20 million bucks. Damn, boss. We could retire on that shit. <laughs> no. That's only enough to cover my expenses. Expenses? Yeah. I need a new mosquito mobile, a mosquito jet, and a mosquito ray gun. Oh, man. You never know when a damn Night Night might show up. Meanwhile, in the next room, we find that Night Night and Bubo have gained entry. All right, Bubo. Mosquito and his gang are in the next room. But if they're heavily armed in there, we could burst into a death trap. No, Bubo. We'll use the air-conditioned vent to crawl over them and subdue them with Nighty Night Gas. Now, open that vent. Now, I'll slide in. You sure you can fit? You're too fat. Push me, Boo-Boo. Push! I'm inside, Boo-Boo. Now, come on up here. I'm already behind you. It was easy for me because... Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Can barely breathe in this congested passageway. Really? I can breathe just fine. <sighs> Shut up, Bobo. Wait. Come on, I'm right over the ceiling vent of the mosquitoes' room. I can see him and his men. Yeah, boss, I think he's got a point there. Well, I can't see anything over your fat butt. Careful, Bobo. I don't want your head up my ass. No. Hand me the 99 gas. What? Put on your gas mask. <laughs> Look at them struggle and squirm. As long as we keep pouring on the gas, they're finished. Uh, night, night. Uh, I think the vent's giving away. What? Whoa! <laughs> 
Quick, Google, put on gas masks. Surrender, Mosquito. There's no escape. I don't think so, Night-Night. My getaway van is waiting right outside. If our remaining boys here are going to blow you away. Guess again, Mosquito. Doesn't I grenade, Boo-Boo? Okay. What the hell was that? Thanks, Night-Night. Those are my van's keys. Oops. Let's shoot the Night-Night. No shit. Run for cover. Worry not, dear listener, as our heroes manage to escape the hail of bullets that only succeed in hitting the sleeping bodies of the mosquitoes' nighty-night-gassed henchmen. Meanwhile, outside... Yeah, so long, night-night-night! Damn it! He's getting away! To the night cruiser! Oh, no! Our tires are being slashed! What? All of them? Uh, yep. The mosquito and his gang didn't have time to do this. It must have been those goddamn vandals. Oh, the wayward youths of Cityopolis. Be there, no. Yeah, look, the spray night bag on the door again. Doomed. What? Who called the police? Damn it. Now Wetland's gonna know all about this disaster. Well, well, look who's here. Now look, officer. We tried to do the best we could to capture these criminal fiends, but... Yeah, yeah, turn around and put your hands behind your back. You're under arrest for interfering in police business. What? You can't cuff me. I just did. I let... Hey! Come back here, Night-Night! Come back here, Night-Night! Start the car, Boo-Boo! But the tires! We'll run on the wheels! Hurry! Get out of that car! Now! Atomic batteries to power. I need the laser cutter for the cuffs. Turbines to speed. What the hell are you doing? I'm starting the car. I'm starting the key, the ignition, oh, dumbass. Right there. We'll open fire. Oh, shit. Put up the shields. Damn it. Come on, Night Night. Come out of there. And what if I don't? You'll point your guns at me? <laughs> Come on, Bubo. Let's get out of here. Oh no. The nuclear reactor is overheating. Uh, deactivate the shields. Oh no, you mean it's gonna melt down? Yeah, just deactivate the shields! Oh, okay. Do it, Boobo! I'm trying! It ain't working! What? Oh, something's not up. Or, damn it, I wish I could get these cuffs off! Oh, shit! As the smoke clears, we see that the night cruiser is relatively unharmed as the reactor was jettisoned into a nearby park, utterly vaporizing it. At the sight of this destruction, a nearby crowd begins to gather, angry at what Night Night has apparently done. Get up, Night Night! Damn, Get up, Night Night! Kick your pantyhose down! Take that mask off! We're tired of this night shit! Oh, oh, oh this looks serious. Yeah, the crowd's getting angry, Night Night! Yeah, so I noticed. What's all ass? Where are you going, Night Night? Ain't no way out. You're surrounded. Gotta kick your asses too. We're smelling shit. Okay. We're going to have to fight our way out. Fight our way out? They're going to kill us. No, Bobo. We must have the confidence to... No! And so our heroes try to engage the angry mob with their fighting skills. But apparently, to no avail. So Night Night does what he always does when backed into a corner. He resorts... To a night grenade. Oh, shit. I, I dropped it. Run, Bobo. Look out. It's a grenade. And once again, our masked marvels escape danger. Thanks to the confusion caused by Night Night's grenade. Interestingly enough, no one was killed by the explosion, but at least 30 were injured. 
However, none of these victims can sue Night-Night because they don't know who he is. Meanwhile, Night-Night and Boobo make good on their getaway by hot-wiring one of the angry citizens' cars and leaving the scene. Later, back at the night's lair, Boobo disposes of the stolen vehicle by dumping it into a giant vat of acid. After that, he joins Night-Night upstairs in Club Night in their everyday guises of Lyle Richman and Dick Sprung. Well, Dick, did you take care of that car? Yeah, I almost killed myself because I barely got out of there in time before it fell into the acid. You idiot. All you had to do was put a brick on the accelerator, not actually drive it into the acid. Damn it. I would have gotten Smedley to do it, but I can't seem to find him. Smedley! 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 Well, I guess he isn't here. Damn, I'm getting hungry. Well, go into the kitchen and get a sandwich, Jordan. But Smedley always makes dinner! Go into the kitchen! He might be in there! Oh, okay. Guess I'll check on the phone messages. Hey, rich man! This is Brad Ash from Badass Gym Next Door! My drinking water is turning purple, and now I'm shitting green! The other day, I got a gag account or a greeting of your side of the property and went off the scale! What the hell's going on over there? You better fix this shit, or I'm gonna sue your ass! It's really? It's Gina. Um, uh, I'm late, so what are you gonna do about that? Damn it, you said you were sterile! Hi, Mr. Richmond, this is Ken from EZ Pharmacy informing you that your prescriptions for Viagra and anal soothing ointment are ready for pickup. Have a nice day. Feeling a little stiff? Need to loosen up? I have the antidote. A van will arrive at your premises tomorrow at noon. Place a quarter of a million dollars cash into the van, and then await further instructions. You have no more messages. What a weird ad. Just another asshole expecting me to invest in their shitty venture. All the burdens of being a wealthy man. Hmm. But Bradash has become a liability. I can't have the authorities snooping around Club Night lest they discover I have a nuclear reactor in my night's lair. Fortunately, I happen to know he's late in paying his property taxes. So I'll just pay him and take his property. <laughs> I'm a pretty smooth operator, even when I'm not night. <sighs> it's Lyle Richmond Dick. I'm not wearing a night-night outfit now, am I? Get it right, you idiot! The night-night! Smedley's dead! What? what? What do you mean he's dead? He's sitting in the kitchen all stiff! Oh, God. Without Smedley, we can't do anything right. I mean, I need a new batch of laundry done for tomorrow. Well, don't you care? That poor old man? Shut up, and let's go see what's going on. Smedley! Smedley! Smedley, come on, Smedley, wake up! Good lord! He's... he's frozen solid! He... he actually feels like ice! What's going on here? Wait a minute! That message wasn't an ad! It was a ransom call! Message? Ransom? Yes, it was a message left by our old, cold-hearted foe. I should have recognized the icy tones of... The freezer! Yeah. <sighs> Yes, as I was saying. I knew who you were talking about. You didn't have to tell me. Shut up, damn it! God! I, I wonder why Commissioner Wetman didn't tell me that the freezer was free. Because he didn't like talking to you. My God, Dick. I wonder how long Smedley has before he's stuck in this condition. Oh. It must have been meant for me. Even though Freezer doesn't know who I am, he did know of my wealth. Hmm. He must have gotten to Smedley through this bowl of ice cream. 
Even though he must have been here for hours, the ice cream hasn't melted. It must be the source of Smedley's paralysis. And later in the Night Slayer Laboratory! Hand me the bowl of ice cream, Bobo. Here you go! All right. One spoonful should suffice for analysis. Hmm. Boy. This ice cream sure looks tasty. So enticing. Just one taste. Oh! Don't eat that shit, night night! It'll freeze you like smedley, stupid ass! I know, Bobo. I was... I was merely testing you to see if you would come to my aid. Which you didn't. Once again, you failed. Now make yourself useful and power up the chemical analyzer. Now put the sample in the analyzer container. What? Put the sample in the analyzer container. Okay. What? I said okay. I don't care if you're okay. And later... Good lord, it's just as I thought. What is it, Night-Night? The ice cream contains a strange and deadly element. What's it called? Huh? No, uh... Hydrocarbon... I didn't quite catch that, Night-Night. It doesn't matter, because now we're closer to finding the antidote. On our own, without having to pay any money for Smedley. That must be what froze Smedley! <sighs> yeah, Bubo, it must be. Great thinking there, Mr. Holmes. No, it's me, Dick. Yeah, whatever. Now I must crack the chemical code of this poison and find the antidote. But night night. You think you can find it before noon tomorrow? Of course, Bobo. Do you doubt my ability? Well Just go busy yourself with TV and leave the lab to me. I'll have it done within the hour. Okay, night night. And later. At around 8 o'clock in the morning, Bubo comes back into the Night's Lair. Night, night. Did you get the antidote? No, I can't make heads or tails out of this crap. What? We just better hope the freezer has the cure, so we're going to have to pay him. But we'll put a night tracer in the cache and track it to the freezer's hideout. Yeah, and even if they get away with it, Smedley will be worth losing a quarter of a million dollars over. Don't be stupid, Bubo. I'm not going to give him real money. I've got a counterfeit printer. I'll just print up some shitty money and give him that. Counterfeit money? Um... Remember, Bobo, I, at times, must operate above the law. Oh, yeah. And soon the noon hour arrives, and Night Night and Bubo return to their everyday guises of Lyle Richmond and Dick Sprung in order to greet the mysterious van. Just hand over the cash, rich man. I don't like dealing with vermin like you, but if it'll save Smith... Yeah, yeah, shut up and give me the money. <sighs> All right, here it is. But wait, where's the antidote? Yeah, wait here, it's in the van, I'll go get it. We're gonna get the antidote after all. Of course, Dick. You just have to know how to talk to these slime balls by putting them in their place by a tone of authority. What the hell? They're leaving, Night-Night. Keep your voice down, Dick. Looks like we'll have to do this the hard way. To the night cruiser! Oh, boy! Meanwhile, at the secret headquarters of the freezer... Hey, boss. We're making a lot of money off of these rich assholes who don't like being turned into popsicles. Yes, I know. My plan is as flawless as snow is pure. So when you gonna give them the antidote? 
There is no antidote. You mean they're gonna be frozen forever? No. It wears off. It's not a permanent condition. It's actually quite harmless. But by the time they figure that out, it'll be too late. Hey, I just got a text from Eddie. He's on his way here with the rich man load. Good. Soon I'll have enough money to fund my operations. What operations, boss? I'm going to build a device that'll alter the Earth's axis, thus creating a new ice age so that I can live in comfort and be free of this air-conditioned suit. Cool! And while the Freezer gang shoot the shit, Night Knight and Bubo are hot on their trail thanks to Night Knight's Night Tracer! Hey, Night Knight, that signal is leading us way out of town! Yes, the typical haunts of scum and villainy. I think this location matches that old abandoned parking thing. You mean that parking garage? Yeah, ah, and here we are. Whoa, look at that! The whole garage is covered in ice! Yes, you'd think somebody would have noticed. Once again, the citizenry proves itself unworthy of- Oh, night, night, we're sliding! Oh no, the ice! Boy, I sure hope the freezer didn't hear us. Damn it, Bubo. This wouldn't have happened if you would keep your mouth shut while I'm trying to drive. It wasn't my fault, it was- Shut up! And in the heart of the freezer's headquarters. What was that noise? It sounded like a car crashing. Eddie, are you sure you weren't followed? Huh? Yeah. You'd better go check to be sure. Nah, I want to keep counting the money. But, come on, guys. There might be somebody out there. Uh, you're just being paranoid. And back outside. Well, seems the night cruiser's missiles are still in working order. Now, you see that gasoline truck next door gassing up? Yeah, what about it? Go knock out the driver and pull him away from the truck. And soon. Excuse me, sir. Yeah, what? Is that Bubo? What do you want, you little turd? Yeah, he's the turd, turd. Bring him over here, Bubo. All right. Damn, Bubo. What's that shit did you give him? Just a little bit. I guess I need to test our gas inventory. <laughs> He's puking purple shit. <laughs> now, Bubo, don't laugh at him. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. We'll, we'll worry about him later. Let's go get the gas truck into position. And soon with the gas truck positioned at the base of the old abandoned parking garage. All right, prepare for night missile. As the smoke clears, the old abandoned parking garage has been reduced to a smoldering pile of rubble. The explosion destroyed the freezer's hideout and burned up all the valuables of the extorted citizens of Cityopolis, except, of course, for La Richmond, who only sent counterfeit money. Oh, oh, I barely made it out, but my gang was not so fortunate. Curse you, Night Knight! You are more of a monster than I'll ever be. Sing your sad song to the judge, Freezer. But first, hand over the antidote to your freeze disease. There is no antidote. What? And you call me the monster? No, you fool. The poison wears off. 
All this destruction was a waste of time and lives. <laughs> you can't put this on me. I'm night night, damn it. And you, Freezer, you're just a sore loser. Oh no! My air conditioned suit. It's malfunctioning. Help me! Oh. Sucks to be you. Let's go, Bobo. Shouldn't we help him, night night? No, Bobo. He's leaking Freon, and I don't want that shit all over my seat. Oh, yeah. That ends another exciting night night adventure! has been a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.